Welcome back to Power of the Mind, where we give you simple tools to improve your relationship with yourself and with others. The viewer question for today was, is there something different about a long-term relationship versus a marriage? Because a lot of people these days are in long-term relationships instead of marriage. And spoiler alert, yes, there are some things about it that are different. Stay tuned. All right. So jumping back into our relationship, it is the the season of love. So one question that came up was, I mean, for me, back in back in our day, we always mm. say, you know, that was traditional. You you got married, you you know, you got a house, you had kids. Mine weren't necessarily in that order. But nowadays, like I see those people that I think these kids, like kids that are 20, 25 years old, marriage is not on the horizon for them. And mm-hmm. and I've always thought, gosh, if you're not having kids by the time you're 30, like, my gosh, what are oh. you, you know, you're gonna be like 40 before you have kids. Holy are you crazy? Moly. Yeah. But the generation now has switched so much that marriage, I don't think is as important to people, mm-hmm. you know, that piece of mm-hmm. paper or, so what are the differences that, so what changes with marriage versus long-term relationships? And how does that kind of? Yeah, that's a fair question. You know, the, the fundamental, the fundamental change, if we look at, I mean, this is a pretty broad question. We can yeah. cover a lot of different material here. Ultimately, when we're in a long-term relationship, what we're typically looking for is a sense of what's called a secure attachment. And a secure attachment basically means that I be- I trust you that you'll be here tomorrow, and I trust you that you have my best interests at heart. And that's really most of what we're looking for in terms of intimate relationships. That can be very challenging to come up with. In the first six months to two years, when we're in the honeymoon stage of the relationship, it's pretty easy to feel that way because the reality is um, I'm, I'm being bathed in a chemical concoction that's designed to help me overlook all the flaws and selfish elements of my partner and to really behave in a pretty often unselfish and um, enjoyable way. And then I get into the next stage of the relationship, the power struggle, and quite frequently I see the flaws in my partner, I don't see the flaws in myself, and I start to really suspect that they don't have my best interests at heart. And so that's where things start to get hairy and challenging. And that's true in a, in a, in a marriage relationship, and it's also true in a committed relationship that doesn't have marriage attached to it. A lot, of, a lot of kids in the new generation, a lot of those youngsters, I sound like my dad, <laughs> those whippersnappers, the youngins. Um, they, they avoid the idea of marriage. And I've, I've, hear, I've heard a lot of different arguments about it. Uh, it's an invention of the patriarchy and it's uh, designed for power and control or it creates more challenges than it solves. And um, the one thing I, I will say is that when you get into a, a deeply committed and secure relationship, what that really means is that the person across from you is going to show you all of themselves. And human beings are really, at our core, we are great and we are awful. There are parts of every human being that are dark and awful and incredibly selfish and often quite cruel. Uh, people are really, really difficult. And you will say things to your partner or your spouse that if you said to your friend, your best friend even, they wouldn't be your friend anymore. And that happens because 
um, because isn't the right word. That only starts to really happen when the relationship gets safe. Ironically, the safer the relationship gets, Mm -hmm. the more dangerous I will become within it. Because there's a whole part of my psyche that gets unlocked. And it gets unlocked sometimes by the words, till death do us part. Now, till death do us part happens in a marriage, right? Right. And I I think that in a long-term relationship, the same idea is sort of thrown out there. You know, whether we have a ceremony or whether we just decide that we're together forever, that's the question. But the ability to show up and to say, okay, I am sticking with you no matter what. That's what we all want to have. Most of the time, that's what we want to have. And uh, it unleashes some real challenges. And I think marriage probably does unleash more of the dark parts of the psyche in the relationship faster than a a long-term committed relationship can. If for no other reason than a long-term committed relationship, there's always the out that we're not married. Um, And I don't know if that out is as strong as it used to be now. Back in the day, there was a pretty significant distinction between people who were living together versus people who were married. And that primarily was the idea like, hey, I'm in it, but not if it gets too bad. And so that's the thing is it's interesting. We, the new generation has the opportunity to kind of let go of the whole old-fashioned fuddy-duddy marriage thing, but then we lose that opportunity to allow our darkness and the darkness of someone else to kind of dance together and work each other out and figure out, hey, do you really love me or do you only love me when it's convenient for you, right? Because that's the real challenge. Will you love me if you see all of me and who I really am? And that's that's a core fear for most of us. And I don't know, I don't know if that can happen outside of marriage or not. I would imagine it can some of the time. People have been uh, living together and not getting married for a long time. So I think the long-term commitment, whether it has the the label of marriage or not, um, within the context of a long-term commitment, we have a chance to really get to know um, somebody else and to choose them even in their roughest points. And that's really, I think, the the biggest issue that we see when we're when we're not going the direction with marriage. Um, does that come up? And am I really in a secure relationship? Is the real question, right? So, and I would think too, it's you know, because as you're talking about it, I was thinking like, when you're in that long term relationship, you feel maybe a little freer, mm-hmm. and then when you sign that paper and now you're married, you've lost that freedom. It's like, yeah. no, now I'm now I'm in it. And, or you start to show that dark side of yourself. And that's why you see so many relationships that are, gosh, we were together for 10 years. And then once we got married, totally, that was it. Till death do us part unlocks a whole different part mm-hmm. of the psyche because I'm, I'm trapped and theoretically you can't go anywhere. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and show you some parts of myself that I wouldn't show anybody else. Yeah. And you can think of that as narcissism on my part, which, and that's true sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you can also think of that as me testing to see how safe am I. And working through all that stuff when it can be done, uh, the other side of it is a deeply secure long-term connection um, that's pretty cool. And it looks like what you have found in your yeah. life in your 32 years, right? There's a sense, that, a deep trust that there's somebody in this world who will take a bullet from me on both ends. Absolutely. That's pretty neat. And it's, it can't, you don't find it on Tinder, 
right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you get to have yeah. some some sex and some some excitement on Tinder, right? But if you're really looking for somebody in your life with that level of secure attachment and connection, if that's what you're wanting, that's a hard-fought prize to be won. I mean, that's that's a you gotta you gotta go through the trenches to okay. have that work. As far as I can tell, I don't I don't see it uh, materializing very often other than that way. It's a great question. That's great a good, question. Gotta well, love the gotta I love, love the questions. That. I love it. Awesome. We need our little peanut gallery in here all the time. That'd be we fun. That. So, yeah. well, again, we'll thank you guys so much for tuning in to uh, Talking Glass Media Cast Eleven. As always, Greg Struby with Power of the Mind with Granite Mountain Behavioral Healthcare. Love having you here, and excited to see what we open up next week. Sounds great. If you have a question or something you'd like us to discuss here on Power of the Mind, we would love to hear from you. Our email address is stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at signalsaz.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at signals, S-I-G-N-A-L-S, A-Z.com. Look forward to hearing from you.